0: Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to
1: tell Tell your your story. story. So our next one in our ongoing series of talking about all the modules that we've been, all of the different systems we've been talking about is Shadowrun. Shadowrun is a great game. So Shadowrun, in a a nutshell,
0: is functionally, it's the year, I think it's like the year 2090, I think, something like that. Um, depending on how you play it. Um, look, here's the deal: when I start describing this, if you've played Cyberpunk 2077, it's going to sound exactly. It's like going it. to sound a lot like this because the two are very. Look, I'm. Per, I don't know that CP CD Project Red actually took and got rights for Shadowrun,
1: but they definitely. Borrowed heavily. I mean, the I mean, the problem is is that Shadowrun and the actual tabletop system of cyberpunk were almost identical back in the 80s. So it's, it's kind of this thing of who influenced oh, who. They, it's they a snake eating them. its own tail.
0: Yeah. So we'll talk about Shadowrun. <laughs> and, and apparently we'll also talk about cyberpunk by accident. But uh-huh. in the Shadowrun system, which is one I'm used to, it's basically the world is um, – pa- fast forward – if you like D&D and you would like to play a DD and d game in the future with technology, Shadowrun is really your go-to. This is why we're covering it second because yep. it's the most – in some ways, it's the closest to D&D that we can get to. Um, it's just set in the future, so it's sci-fi, and it has a lot of cool sci-fi elements. But it's still D&D because what happened is there's some cla- cataclysmic event um, – I think in
1: 2012. 2012, the world ended, but it didn't end. What happened was a different plane of existence merged into ours. And when that happened, it brought magic. It brought dragons. It brought demons. It brought people turned into elves, dwarves, fantasy. And then you have the elves and the dwarves and the orcs and the the trolls. Trolls
0: Trolls are just a big, like think orc, but now bigger. Now, the thing is, um, all of these were actual people. So, mm-hmm. like, you and the, the thought process, what they said was, the Earth used to be like this once. And so you still had bloodlines for it. But once the phasing of the two planes kind of came out of alignment, people turned back into people. But they still had kind of the weird bloodlines of these old elves, dwarves, whatever. And then when the things, the two planes kind of reunited again, kind of overlapped again, then that bloodline came out. So yep. you still have humans, um, but you... Definitely have all the other races that you're kind of used to in a D&D setting. Now, not like not the Dragonborn or anything like that, but the concept of an elf, a dwarf, uh, uh, like a half orc, you know, kind of thing. And now you have a, a troll. Um, you have different classes, but the classes are very – they're kind of what you would expect. So there's a couple mage classes. Some are very much like a shaman mage. But some are on a techno mage. Like, they use technology. They, they go
1: in and they have riggers, which have, like, they control different drones and stuff like right. that. So a
0: riggers your guy down who loved Radio Shack when it was open. But, you know, and just built
1: a bunch of crap out of his garage. Yep. So You also have a handful of traditional ones like you're just your standard fighters your standard things like that or your gishes which are spell swords kind of
0: yeah a gish is a, a term a, um, a D term kind of thing where you've turned your uh mage into a fighter or your fighter into a mage through buffing you, you buffing a sword through spells or other yep. means like that So those things are called like street samurai or whatever. It doesn't really matter. But the thing is you have a lot of guns, you have a lot of swords, you have a lot of magic, Magic you have a lot of and then you have a lot of hacking. Yes. So the entire campaign is set around you guys being functionally. You can go any way you want, but most players will do something along the lines of you guys are the street punks that are shadow runners. A shadow runner is a mercenary that's hired to go obtain secrets or power or money. You're basically a, a glorified thief. Mm-hmm. And the the governments of the world have kind of collapsed, but they've been replaced by local corporations. corporations. And corporations could be global. And so since – and if you look at America today in 2020, um, uh, corporations wield a tremendous amount of power and influence over our lives whether we like it or not. Um, and I'm not just talking about branding. I'm just talking about just sheer money being thrown around. Mm-hmm. So – What happened is after the uh, government's kind of collapsed, the corporations still had people, money, loyalty, branding. And then they just kind of sucked up other corporations and or merged and became these mega corporations that could really act as a small government in an area. And certain towns might have two, three, four major corps that kind of all vie for power. And in those situations, you have shadow runners where one corporation or group could hire Shadowrunners to go do corporate espionage, which could include literally like massacring a bunch of people and mm-hmm. stealing technology or magic or both <laughs> because magic and tech are not or deposed.
1: Kidnapping They're their uh, CEO kidna- kidnapping their prime scientist. tech and bringing them over or things like that.
0: So many things. The cool thing about it is this, like, so if you watch any of the, like, Ocean's Eleven type of movies, the um, Italian job type of movies, any of the heist genre movies, no matter what century they're set in, this is basically that. You will be running primarily a bunch of, like, corporate espionage, heist type of things. There are... Again, Cyberpunk 2077 just came out. Uh, You and I have been working our way through it. Um, There are Shadowrun games that you can find on GOG.com, which is my favorite GOG. They're also games. on
1: Steam as well. Also on Steam, if handful of hundle bumble, hundle, hundle humble bundles. bundles. Yeah. There we go. Every now and then.
0: Yeah, those things. It's hard to say. Um, there's a. There's, it's called Shadowrun Returns, and then there's um, a German version, and then there's a, a Hong Chinese. Kong
1: and. oh.
0: Yeah, I don't remember the name. Don't remember the other so the one. Point off point the point is, of if, you my go head. To, if you find Shadowrun Returns, you'll find the other ones. You can find them for less than ten dollars a piece most of the time. And they're really good games. They're more um, turn-based type of games. But if you're wanting to get into Shadowrun and you play video games, you go pick up Shadowrun Returns. It's got a great storyline. It's set in Seattle in a post-apocalyptic type of future. in 20. I think it's in 2080, 2085 or something like that. And um, really good storyline. And you can get a good feel for how the thing plays. Well, there's a book version of that. There's a tabletop RPG version which really spawned the games. And this is... What we're talking about, the, um, I'm sure there's a ton of books, but we've only only really played with the core one book, which was also the D. Like, so if you're used to, if you're used to D- Dungeons and Dragons, there's three books you have to pick up as a game master. You have to pick up the Dungeon Master's Guide, you have to pick up a, um, one of the monster manuals, and then a
1: player's handbook, and
0: you have to pick up a player's handbook. Without those three things, you as a dungeon master are hobbled. In Shadowrun, there's one book. And it's the Shadowrun book, and yep. everybody gets it, and the players should have one, too. And you can find them used uh, online and, and in your local gaming bookstore. I know when I went or, up to mine, there's still, like, five or six copies there. Or there's also
1: PDFs you can download online of it, too.
0: Yep. Yep. I'm not going to tell you to get it for free because I think you should pay for that stuff. But, you know, hey, that's your morality, not mine. So you do what you feel is comfortable on that. But you could go to drive-through RPG. And pick up uh, drivethroughrpg.com. They have a ton of RPG games and books, um, more than I could ever hope to cover here. Um, we're only going to cover the games that we've actually played. So, like, we're not going to touch that whole catalog, but um, you can go to drivethroughrpg.com and see that there are a ton of RPG games um, across, you know, almost any kind of genre you could think of. Mm-hmm. So, if you ever get totally bored of D&D, um, or any of your ones, you could literally just go to our, uh drive through RPG and just start perusing. Like I'm really thinking tens of thousands of titles. It is crazy. Um, Kickstarter, of course, has a ton as well. Those sorts of things, but Shadowrun in and of itself is a futuristic D and D game that mixes magic and technology in a worldwide setting where you'll be playing mercenaries for hire. To basically steal corporate espionage secrets in some way, shape, or form. Yes, it could involve kidnapping or rescue. It could also involve like you know hacking and trading information, bribing. Um, a lot of it, though, is scoping a place out, getting schematics, and literally like planning a bank robbery. If you were doing like a Ocean's Eleven type of game, so if that sounds really interesting to you. Should pick it up it's a really fun game I enjoy it quite a bit it is if you don't want to pick up the art you think your gaming group won't like it and you're into games like video games go ahead and just pick up shadow run returns I, you should be able to pick it up for less than ten dollars anywhere give it a try you'll get a really good fast in um I guess uh, introduction to the entire world of shadow run mm-hmm. so that's it hey thanks for listening and for more resources please go to skullrpg.com.